I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. All right, today I have with me the 5A State Championship Girls Cross Country Team from Rio Rancho High School. I have Tessa Holderman, Lauren Trujillo, Marley Smith, Esther Cameron, and unfortunately, Violet Francisco isn't able to make it with us today, but thank you for joining me, the rest of you. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's super exciting. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you guys are excited. Uh, you know, my first question has to do with how did you guys handle, you know, the end of last season? We had track just kind of taken away, I think, quicker than anybody expected. How did you guys handle staying um, motivated coming into cross-country season? Um, honestly, I think once track ended, we kind of all just were running to stay as close to each other as possible, I guess you could say. Um, with the, uncertain the uncertainty of having a season, we kind of just went and were running for fun. And then it got closer to what would have been preseason for cross country. And I think uh, that's when Tessa came along. And um, I think staying with each other is what helped us in the summer, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, and when I interviewed your coach earlier, I think it was towards the end of the summer, actually, you know, he had told me that he had, um, he was trying to keep things interesting for you guys and have different motivators to help you guys. Uh, what did he do that helped you kind of keep that motivation as well, besides just kind of staying together and staying close with each other? Um, he gave us a mileage club and put it just on Google Classroom. And basically, it was like a 10-week um, week program, I guess you could say, um, where if we run a certain amount of miles, you get something from coach. And so I think that's what kept a lot of us motivated during the summertime and kept a lot of us going because um, we obviously wanted to run to stay in shape and then plus getting free things. I mean, who doesn't love free things? So, <laughs> <laughs> Did any of you win anything? I think we all did. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I guess it worked then. <laughs> so once you kind of got to that beginning of when cross country would start and it still wasn't like it was still a lot of unknown, you know, what were you guys feeling during that time? Well, for me, I actually started cross country during corona i used to play soccer and when I, I started running to stay in shape for soccer and then i realized that i loved running and i was running every day and i emailed coach and i asked him if i could be a part of the cross country team because i thought we would have a season for cross country because you know it's kind of distant not contact but i started running with the team and it was just so much fun and then that all got canceled but we still kind of kept running together and it was it was a big motivation because I would look forward I would look forward to just going out and running together every single day. Like it was the best part of my day. Like no matter what. 
it was really like everything got so monotonous and we didn't really have a solid school schedule at that point so it was really just that was my day was coming out and running with everybody and it didn't really matter if we had a season it was just nice to talk to someone and that sounds pretty cool and i was actually going to ask you about that tessa about you know <laughs> switching from soccer into cross country like that it's kind of a weird time to you know with everything that was going on to switch and be like yeah i'm going to completely switch my sport up yeah i i think it's a little weirder cuz i used to play goalkeeper <laughs> and i liked running which is weird because I played the position where you don't run. And <laughs> I was I was just trying to stay in shape for soccer. And we have like a few practices here and there. But I think ultimately it was just, it, it's a big difference with the attitude of the people around you. Like when things are taken away, I think so many people on my team got so unmotivated. And I was just working because I was hoping for something bigger i was hoping to improve and i just fell in love with running because that's really the thing that i turned to and yeah so i figured cross country why not that's running so <laughs> well i will say you are my second runner who started off as a goalie and the first one is pretty good so i think you're in good company Oh, that's good news. Yeah. She went to La Cueva, though, but we won't talk too much about that. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, again, like, oh, that, as you guys were kind of jowling as a team, because, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it. So, Tessa, you're, you're a senior, but you, you know, this is your first year. Lauren, you're a junior, but you transferred from Pecos, right? Yes. And then Marley, you're a freshman and you ran JV last year. Um, Esther, you're, you know, you're a uh, sophomore. And this is your second year, right? This is my first year running cross country, but um, I started running. Um, I made the track team as an eighth grader. And I thought I was a mid-distance runner, 800 mile. I really thought that the 800 was um my event but and I never thought that I could run cross country just how high the mileage is and it's just so much harder than um track was or that's what I thought um and I try or yeah I went out to do cross country and then I got injured and so I was forced to um stop running for a while and so then this January um I started running again when the season kind of started up and so this is my first year. I'll go back to the question I was going to ask, but that's pretty amazing that in your first year, like with everything else going on, it would have been very easy to just be like, you know what, forget cross country. I'll just get in shape for, for track. So, I mean, what kind of kept you like going? You're like, you know what, I'm going to try to try to do this and, and see what I can do. Um, I really would just say that the team, um, all of the other girls and the coaches um, is really what kept me going. And if it wasn't for them, I do not think that I would have kept running. It's just everybody has such positive attitudes and um, nobody really um, lost motivation. Everybody was just so upbeat and um, 
positive about the situation we're in and just made the best of every situation. That's pretty amazing. And so, you know, with all that, like most of you are, are pretty new, like to the team. I think Violet was the only one that's, you know, was on varsity last year as well. So, you know, how much of that bonding really helped with you guys, especially with this kind of extended off season that we had? Well, I don't know if I can speak for everyone, but when everything was locked down and running was the only thing we were allowed to do, even just staying in touch on Strava, like you guys kind of became my only friends, not in a sad way, but like <laughs> you, you can't like, there's no good excuse during a pandemic to go and hang out with anybody else and us going for a run together. Like it was just, it was so nice to see someone other than my mom and my dog. even if you guys weren't good people i'm sure we would have gotten close but you're amazing people so that helped (laughs) i think cross country i think runners in general are are the best people but i'm a little biased (laughs) (laughs) i agree (laughs) how did the rest of you feel about i mean again like tessa like you you talked about it a little bit but you know coming from a different group like you left, you know, a team that you were already kind of, I'm assuming, established when in with soccer and, and coming to a whole new group and community. Um, well, I know for me, um, when I moved from Pecos, I came to the school in January of last year. So I was only here for about two months before school shut down. So I didn't really get to meet a bunch of people or become friends or become closer with these people at my new school. So having like the team really helped because we created such a good bond over the past year. Um, So that really helped because like Tessa said, they were kind of like my only friends because they were like the only people I knew. Yeah, but not in a sad way. Um, It's it's actually really great. I love these girls. Um, But it really does help having such a positive group of girls to surround yourself with in such hard times. so, yeah, it, it really helped having the group of girls that we did to surround ourselves during the past year. That's great. And, and you know, obviously I'm talking kind of, you know, just to you for and and referencing Violet because she, you know, she was on that state championship team as well. But, you know, <laughs> normally, <laughs> normally, you know, you, there would be seven girls. And so, you know, this is a year where two girls, you know, got got left off so you know i just want to give you guys an opportunity to talk about anybody else on the team that you feel like you know is a part of this championship even though their name isn't you know necessarily on that on that five yeah i think that was really i i don't know it's hard It, it is really sad to not be able to include everyone if i had it my way we'd have everybody running that's not that's not how it works um but it it is really sad because like how we were talking about showing up for each other every day even in like pre 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 season looking back at it um they were all there with us everybody put in the work and everybody just went above and beyond what they had to and it wasn't for we we really didn't think we were gonna have a season at first everybody was just working hard just for each other. We were kind of just holding each other accountable. And I I think that's what really helped during the pandemic is people get so selfish, but we were all showing up for each other. 
And every single one of those girls, JV, varsity, like we we were all there for each other. So it, it was really hard only having five runners. But I think everybody everybody deserved to be there. And it was it was really cool to be a part of it because I think we all understood going into it how lucky we were to be there. Not just to have a season, but how lucky we were to be up there and be the five representing for our school. And it was a big deal because we weren't just running for the five that were there. We were running for everybody. That's awesome. And I'm sure that they, they knew that. And it's, you know, and it's, it makes it a little bit harder too, just with the the limited number of people that were able to be there to cheer as well. I'm sure some of them that wanted to be there, couldn't be there, um, you know, to, to root you guys on like they wanted to. So at the beginning of this, or what would have been our fall season, um, I think we all kind of had like an idea of who the people who would be running at state would be because of past years, like like you were saying, um, none of us have really ran on this team before. And so looking back at past years, we had girls like um, Gracie, Athena, and Charisma who had already ran for Rio Rancho, who had ran at state. Um, and who had been putting in work just as much as we, just as much as we all were. But then we had, Gracie got hurt, which was kind of upsetting because I'm sure a lot of people know her, her sisters are, they're all really good runners. And so losing her kind of like, it hurt a little bit, like it hurt a lot actually. Um, and then we had, but even though she got hurt, she worked as much as she could. And then we had, um, Charisma and Athena who up until the day of state were going showing up at practices even when they didn't have to um going out of state for college visits and they were still running when they were out there even though that they didn't have to necessarily um so they worked up until the very last minute and i think that that is a really good um example of how our team works i think that's great i mean that is a great example and it and it talks a lot to what you guys were saying about the bond that you guys all have. And it talks a lot about, you know, what you guys are, are getting from your coach as well. And I think that's just, um, it's, it's amazing. You know, it shows that you guys have each other's back no matter what. And so Marley, you came in as a freshman, but you ran as an eighth grader last year on JV coach was telling me, you know, what was it like kind of stepping into that, that varsity role were you did you feel nervous about that at all oh uh, yeah I was actually really nervous just because it was different for me and I was just scared of how I was gonna do but it turned out fine actually so we went to a an out-of-state race in Lubbock and um, me and Marley had kind of been like running partners, I guess you would say. We were kind of around the same pace. Um, and then the Lubbock meet came around and not gonna lie, it wasn't my best race. And all of a sudden I see Marley coming up. I hear her running. And then after the race, she she had like an amazing race. After the race, she comes up to me and she's like, I'm sorry, Lauren. And I'm like, what are you apologizing for, Marley? Like, you just had the race of your life. Why are you apologizing? Mm -hmm. And ever since that day that me and Lubbock, she's just been killing it. And she's been working so hard every single day, mm -hmm. even through uh, obstacles that she's faced. And I just think she's been such a good example on our team as a whole. 
and she's amazing. <laughs> she has a say um, before we race that no one's tougher than me, but I had us change it to no one's tougher than us because Marley is tougher than me. <laughs> I think I'm pretty tough. I'm not saying I'm not tough. I'm just saying Marley is crazy. I think if you asked her to, she would run through a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's pretty amazing. That's a great uh, a great motivator to have on your team, knowing that someone will step up like like that for you. That's a great job, Marley. Thank you. <laughs> She's a ninja too. That's why she's a silent assassin. Like this is, this is, this is killing her to talk, but like she just does all the talking with her feet, and she just like slays people and takes their hearts away. And <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, how did you guys feel, you know, when you when you heard like when because Rio Rancho, a handful of schools knew right away like that their hybrid model was going to qualify them to to have, you know, some sort of a season. But what did that feel like to you guys? Because I know from my perspective, I like you. I think a couple of you guys said beforehand, like I didn't think there was really going to be a season. I just thought I wrote it off at, at a certain point. Like, uh, let's move on. Let's get to track. I and mean, what did you guys feel when you got the news that there was going to be a season? I didn't believe it till the start line. Yeah, I think that's how we all were. I mean, we got so used to kind of being let down in a way when we found out that we actually had a season. I think all of us were like, okay, yeah, we have a season. But we were trying not to get our hopes up because, like Tessa said, like, we'll believe it when we see it. You know, it's kind of just, yeah, wait till we're at the start line. <laughs> that last time they canceled it, we were supposed to do something in December. I remember, or maybe it was, I don't even know what month it was anymore. But it was sometime last fall, winter-ish. And I thought that that was the last time they were going to try it. But I remember I got dum-dums for the team and they were the pre-preseason lollipops because we were supposed to be starting our preseason. And then we found out that there was no season to have a preseason for again. Yep. But it was, I think it was just crazy because I just, I, at some point I kind of stopped caring about competing and I just started caring about being there. And I think that's a real reason that we succeeded is because it, it really just made us have a heart for each other and a heart for the sport rather than a heart for winning. And I think that's a big reason for success. I think that is that is the perfect attitude to take away from all of this and, it, you know, just being excited to be there because you're going to have good races, you're going to have bad races, but it's all going to be good if you're if you're happy to be there. That's a great attitude. So when you guys um, finished up the the district meet and were ready to to go to state, you had your five. What was that feeling like? Again, like most of you are pretty are pretty new to this. Lauren, I don't know if you had ran um, at, for Pecos last year. Like um, if you if they made it to state or if you were part of that team, but the rest of you like that's pretty new. So what what were the what was going through your heads? Well, whenever we finished district, well, first of all, at the beginning of the season, I did not think that I would make the top seven for the first meet because this was my first year running um, cross country. And so I was just 
I was just shocked whenever I found out that I would be running the top seven for the first meet. But then whenever I placed ahead of two of the girls, well, yeah, so yeah, some of the girls at the first meet, I um, realized that I would potentially be in the top five. And then after districts, we I'm, we made it to state. And I was just shocked. I could not believe that um, I was there. And that was really amazing. And it was, it was fun because um, like well, all of us had been working so hard. So it was just fun to be like, well, we made it. <laughs> I think we all trusted in each other that we could do it. It was just really nice to finally hear someone else tell us that we could, like that we could do something we never really thought we could. I mean, I believed in every single person on this team, but when someone else told us that we were actually good, it's a really cool feeling. <laughs> I, I'm sure it was. And did you guys like, did you guys come into this thinking you had a, a chance to, to win or place, or were you just, again, just kind of trying to take it like, we're just happy to be here. Oh, we believed in ourselves. Yes, uh, we definitely believed in ourselves um, from the, I mean, from the beginning of our very short end season. Uh, we kind of like, I mean, we had a whole year to prepare, but when the season came, it's like, did we really have time to prepare in two weeks that we would be running at state? You know what I'm saying? And so when it finally came, it was like, okay, yeah, we all know how good we all are. We all believe in each other. And I think that's what kept us going is, uh, Tessa always says, um, don't be selfish, uh, don't run selfish. And I think that helped us a lot because we went out to lunch the day before or two days before state and we were sitting there and we wrote note cards and wrote about who we were running for, what we were running for. And what we kept saying was no matter the outcome, know that we're doing this for each other. And I think that really helped us all because we were, we, of course we were running for ourselves, but we were running for more than just ourselves. And I think that really helps, especially like in a team. Um, but even like to the very end, when they were when we were waiting for them to announce the places, we were holding we were holding each other's hands. And I said, guys, no matter what the outcome is, like I love you guys. We did so amazing. And then uh, we won. And I think that we all believed in each other. I think our coaches believed in us. I think our parents believed in us. But it was just nice to get people who didn't necessarily not believe in us, but people who didn't think that we were going to be able to pull it off. And I think that was really awesome because we, even like the day before we were saying like, Miles Split hasn't given us recognition. Miles Split <laughs> hasn't given us recognition. We one of our goals was to make Miles Split know our names. Yeah. And when we got our trophy, we, the first thing I think that came out of Tessa's mouth was guys, Miles Split knows our names. <laughs> and I think we'll take that with us forever. Miles Split knows our names. Um, the day before, Coach D is always talking a lot about mindset and you can, it really is a testament to, you can do what you believe you can do. And um, I remember we were all texting the night before and we were like sending each other encouraging things. And I just said like, no negative thoughts from here on out. Or if at the very least, no negative things are gonna come out of your mouth. And that morning, I don't know if any of us, maybe Violet did had like, Oh, like stellar race. I think we were all kind of feeling a bit off, but nobody would have known that because we all promised each other that no matter what, we were just going to believe in ourselves. And we were, if we had any negative thoughts, we were just going to say, I love my team and forget about it. And I think that's really how we raced because I, 
every single step of that course hurt, but um, I just kept reminding myself that this is for my team and I love my team. So nothing, nothing negative is going to keep me from this. And I think that just with our coaches believing in us and us believing in each other, I kind of, I was pretty confident. Oh yeah. We were confident, but we didn't want to be overly confident yeah, because we, we yes, definitely. Everybody who was there worked and I knew that they worked probably just as hard as we did. Oh, that's, I, I think you guys have a great attitude and, and it's, it's fun listening to you guys talk because you just hear the, you know, how close you guys are to each other. And, I, and I'm sure that's how it is throughout the whole team, which is, you know, always the goal as a coach is to have a team that is just so close with each other and having fun and makes it about the team and not about the individuals. And so before the race started, obviously the boys went off first. How how much into your kind of warm up did you guys take to kind of go and make sure you were you were cheering for the boys as well? <laughs> well uh, we, we had a very little time um, for when they were at the starting line. We were trying to do our warm up. We were trying to cheer them on at the same time. So we kind of were doing our warm-ups and just trying to listen to the announcer, like announce who was in what place. And I think that's the best that we could cheer them on. But I think that they all knew that they had our support mm -hmm. and they had our support all season. So it was just a little rush. That morning was a very chaotic <laughs> for a lot of us. We just a little late and we established a new tradition at districts of painting our calves. And we forgot until the middle of our warm up. So we were waiting for our calf paint to dry. And we, we saw the finish of the guys' race too, though. That is a fun tradition to get started at at state and have to, uh, you know, wait right as you're about to, <laughs> before you get on the line. <laughs> Yeah. It worked. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, going through the race when, you know, it was a, I mean, it was a pretty amazing race all around, both on the guys and the girls. But, you know, Tessa, I was watching you. You were pretty much in that third spot where you finished for most of the race. And, you know, the, the top two girls ran ran a great race and, and they were kind of back and forth there a little bit. But I mean, how did it feel? I mean, it takes a lot to run by yeah. yourself like that. Like, how did you feel, you know, throughout that race, you know, mostly by yourself? Well, I ran with Lauren and Leah a little bit in the fall and we did a couple out of state meets just to get like official time. So I know them pretty well. And I know them well enough to know that I probably wasn't going to beat them. So I was really trying to just race for my team again. It's, I knew that if I went out too hard and died, I wasn't going to finish in third place. I, I was pretty confident that I could go for third. And I, I, we were kind of looking at times, but also you can't, it's so hard to get an idea of the competition. I just knew everybody there deserved to be there. And I knew that I could, I could hang in third. And that my whole mindset, that whole race was just to stay as far up there as I could and just go for my team, but not go out too fast. Like we were all saying is just don't race selfishly. I didn't want to 
try to go for first place and die off and let everybody down. So I think just thinking about my team the whole time, I didn't feel like I was racing alone at all. That was definitely part of the plan. They they all raced uh, conservatively in the first uh, mile. And if they if they had done splits at the mile, we would have been in second or third at the mile. And that was my plan. You know, we when when Tess when Tess was reiterating our our whole goal was to make sure that, you know, we were going to we were going to win the race in the second half. Mm -hmm. And so that was that was all part of what they were trying to do. All of our training get him in the last K. That's what coaches would always say during the, during the year. I mean, that's what happened to our boys team at districts. Um, they were falling behind and all, I think all of us were like at the edge of our seats, like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And then uh, you see them in the last K and then you're like, oh wow, like that's where we are. And I think uh, coach always tells us all the time, you're going to get them in that, in the last K. And that's what a lot of our workouts, I think, are training us for, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, is to get them in the last K. And I think we ha we're we really strong at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they always say you, you, uh, it's rare that you win a cross country race in the first mile. So I think that was a good uh, strategy for sure. And Lauren, you and Violet finished off pretty close together, um, I think eighth and ninth. And you guys were pretty close throughout the most of the race as well was that part of the plan just knowing that you guys were pretty comparable and so just kind of keen off of each other um i think i think it was um for most of the season it's kind of been like me and violet are pretty close in times close in workouts um for for state it was like we were kind of together the first mile and i was feeling it a little bit towards the second mile so she got ahead of me but um, both of our dads um, were going crazy. Um, my dad was a runner, so he I just can hear his voice even if I'm at the starting line and he's at the second mile, like I can hear him. <laughs> and so both of our parents being together, um, it was it was really fun because we were together and then we would see our parents together like cheering us on. Um, and it, it's kind of funny because when we were finishing, uh, she was kind of in front of me the whole time at, from the second mile mark. and when we got onto the track, we were running and there was an Alamo Gordo girl in front of us and I was kind of falling behind. And I was like, okay, like th this is your last chance. Like this is, you got to give it all you got. And so I kind of caught up to Violet and I could tell she was hurting. She was kind of grunting a little bit. And I, I remember I was running with her, I was running on her side and I was like, come on, Violet, we got this. And she kind of let out like a little, like a little moan kind of where she was like, <laughs> Oh God, like, you know, like this, this can't happen. Um, and so we kind of ran together on the track for that last like 200, you know, and, um, I think we really helped each other. I think if we wouldn't have been with each other the whole race, I think it kind of would have ended a little bit differently, but, uh, we definitely did push each other. And, uh, I think that really helped a lot and especially in our finish. Yeah. That's I'm just proud of everybody in the way they finished. Oh yeah. We watched McFarlane on <laughs> Wednesday before the race. And I remember the scene where Danny Diaz passes passes <laughs> everybody at the very end at state. <laughs> I told everybody that we were all gonna pull a Danny Diaz at state. And Esther did it. <laughs> Esther Danny Diaz, the girl. <laughs> we we had to rewatch Esther's finish like a few times uh the night after state. 
because we were just so proud. We were like, oh yeah, Esther, you did that. All right, so so walk us through that finish then, Esther, because I I'm not sure if I remember your finish to be honest. Um, well, I was by myself. I would say for most of the race, after the first mile, I was there wasn't anybody close to me really in in front or behind me. Um, so I was pretty much out by myself, but I was used to that because that's how these past, the past two races were, um, because, um, there wasn't allowed to be as many people because of COVID of course, but right. so I was, didn't, I just knew that our, one of our biggest competitions was El Dorado. And so I was like, I from the times prior, from the prior me at districts, I was like, all right, there's these two girls that are pretty close to me. And I just have to stay in front of them so they can't get points. So that um, was something that was going through my head the whole race. Just, I've got to stay in front of them. I've got to do this for my team um, because I wasn't going to be scoring because I was the first runner. Um, so I was just like, to do this for my team, I just have to stay in front of them. Um, and I kept hearing people cheering for them behind me and I kept feeling like they were getting closer and closer so I just kept picking it up and then when we got to the track with um it was like 300 to go I guess I thought that this girl was right behind me so I started picking it up and then I saw there was this girl right in front of me from Albuquerque I think I thought that she, I wasn't sure I thought she was from Alamogordo so I was like they're one of our competitions too so we ha- I have to go uh, yeah uh, well and so I I didn't know if I could pass her into them I just I was like I can do this I was like I was thinking of Tessa I was like I can Danny do this person uh, and so then I um passed her with like 50 to go I think and so yeah that's that's awesome I I will tell you the those ghost footstep footsteps of people behind you, man, it'll make you run. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Marley, how how about you? How did it feel, you know, being a freshman, being on varsity in a in this shortened season and and being at state for the first time? It was really amazing. Uh the first race kind of shocked me just because I didn't think that they were gonna run that fast. <laughs> so I need to be more prepared for that, obviously. But um I was with the group most of the time, so I was just trying to catch up because I didn't start out the best. And then once I got to the track, I almost passed a girl, but I ended up a 10th behind her. So I didn't have my best race, but overall, I think I did pretty good there. So it was a pretty good race. Well, I mean, considering you guys ended up taking home the the top trophy, I think you did just enough, right? <laughs> you know, Marley mentioned something in there about that first race back. And, and Tess, I know you said you had done some races out of state um, with Leah and Lauren. But how did yeah. that feel kind of getting back into racing because it had been so long? I think that our first race was probably the most beautiful day we could have raced on. <laughs> the wind was like 20 miles an hour. It was freezing cold. None of us wanted to take off our warm-ups, but I think it was so good because we all had expectations for ourselves to just run fast because we had all been training so hard and we knew that we were fast and that wind was so humbling and it really gave us an opportunity to just compete and not compete for 
any stupid watch times, not compete for a PR, but just compete for our school and compete for each other. And it was such a cool opportunity to kind of just like, I don't know. I think it was a lot of relief. That's what Esther, you were kind of, we were talking about that before is how when the weather sucks, it's really just heart. And I knew that we, we had so much heart. It was really cool to finally just get to put on a school uniform and do something bigger than ourselves, do something that wasn't going to reflect our best because we ran hard and judging by the times you wouldn't be able to tell we ran the hardest but we all did amazing i think it was just big to be feeling like a like a group like a team that's great and that first race sounds like it must have been a ton of fun (laughs) (laughs) it was (laughs) now i've had coach g on on here before anybody who runs knows who he is and we know he's a great motivator, but he brought back a former assistant of his, uh, Victoria Martinez, who, I mean, everybody should know who she is as well. What did it mean to kind of have her on around and, and being able to pick her brain because she is, you know, she's running some pretty big races herself. Uh, I always, I will always tell the girls and I, I was telling coach uh, one day when I was running with him, that I feel like she's like, I think it's the mom in her that makes her such like have such a big impact on the team. Um, she came in and she kind of just started running with us. Um, she always ran our breakouts with us, which really helped me. I know it helped me a lot. Um, but she was always there to push us and to motivate us. Um, she didn't let us ever say anything negative, and if we did, she made us correct our mindset. And I think that really helped a lot. Um, but I think just having that kind of like mom figure on the team really helps a lot. And that makes sense. So you guys have finished up cross country, this crazy extended preseason, not going to have a season, having a season, season is done. (laughs) And we are moving into track. What are your, what are your goals for track? Um, I'm not, I don't even know what each of you run to be honest. (laughs) this is gonna be my first track season i'm not going in with too many expectations covid really taught me that um i'm just excited i just i just want to work i'm so excited to work i don't care if it's on a circle or on a (laughs) on a course like i think it's just exciting to be able to keep running with these girls especially because this is my last year I'm trying to make the most of it. My last year and my first year, so I don't know what to expect, but I'm excited. Awesome. Thank you, Esther. Um, I don't really, I wouldn't really say that I have any expectations um, going into it. Just like Tessa said, with COVID, that's a really a lesson that I've learned um, to not have any expectations because things can change super quickly. Um, and then, of course, running with masks, that um, is something, <laughs> yes, that is really difficult and so I think that's one of the reasons why I just I don't really have that many expectations about like times but um I'm really excited to continue working with this group of girls um and the rest of the team and just continue to get closer to them and run with them and um continue to all work hard and put our best out there and um just show everybody who Rio is. <laughs> you gotta be excited about the four by eight, though. Yes, I'm excited about the four by eight. I was gonna ask about that actually. 
Yes, I've had, well, yeah, I'm super excited that it'll be outdoor now. We ran it um, indoor last January, I think. Um, Lauren and I were on that team. There was two other girls too that um, aren't here, but that was super fun. And I'm excited to get to do it outdoor now. We kept saying like, oh, I wish this was a, this was an actual event. And then when coach was talking about it the other day, we got really excited. So we were going to make it like a, it's kind of funny that. because me and Ezra both, uh, like Ezra was saying a little while earlier, we both thought we were 800 girls at one point, which uh, now looking back at that, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but I mean, we still have that, like motivation to go out and do a four by eight. So I think that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. So, uh, And what do you feel about you know, because they're trying to make sure we have a full track season, state is going to be at the end of June. It's going to be pretty warm. What do you guys feel about, um, you know, I'm just curious from your perspective, because you'll be done with school. Um, Tessa, you'll be graduated. (laughs) How do you guys uh, feel about that? Well, I... I'm here for every single second of it. I know that um, this time, or well, we're gonna be doing state in June, so that'll probably be like a year since I've joined the team, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. But I know that I don't like talking about how hot it's gonna be. We've all been on some long, like hot runs together. We were doing long oh, runs in like so. the middle of August at like ten in the morning. I know Marley and I did this one, like Sandy one. I don't know if you know like Rainbow Road or the end of King King Park, but there's some huge hills. And I remember one day we went pretty late and it's just, it's hot out there and it was windy and hot. Oh. I, I don't know. I think track will be easier than that. So <laughs> I think if COVID has taught us anything, it's to stay motivated through anything. So I think even though it probably will be a little difficult to stay motivated after school's ended and it's summer break I think that especially like this group of girls like I feel like motivation won't necessarily be a problem because we've gone through so much already so I think it should be fun I know Molly takes running breaks in between her school and in between her classes (laughs) honestly not having school is just more excuse to go for more runs (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I know how that is I will say when uh I start in person school next week and it's definitely going to cut into my running time that's for sure. Uh so you know next year four out of the five of you everybody but Tessa will be back. You know are you guys excited to you know, be able to hopefully have like a full cross country season and and see where you guys can go from there. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited just because the season wasn't a full season, so it'll be really fun just to have a nice season that's not only three meets. So we can actually show what we can do and, and possibly run a state championship meet twice in the same year for the same sport. I think that's pretty cool. So, and to run with the girls who got injured and 
couldn't run with us this year. I think I think I'm looking forward to that a lot because like I was saying earlier, they put in so much work and unfortunately some of them didn't get to show it because of certain circumstances, but I think that'll be really fun to do coming up in the fall is to run with everybody that we couldn't run with this year. I think that's that's a, a great answer and I didn't even think about that. Being able to run in the state championship in the same year or the same sport. That's I didn't even think about that. That's a great that's a great way to think about it. And Tessa, so you're gonna be graduating, you're a senior. Yes, sir. Are you going to be running in college? Yeah, I committed to Abilene Christian University, which is, I, I remember telling, well, I played soccer and my mom always wanted me to play college soccer. I, I was really competitive and like I don't want to like sound full of myself. I was pretty good, <laughs> but I always told my mom, like I did not want to play in college and I don't really know what it was. I I think it just wasn't, it just wasn't the right fit. And so I remember coming to her in the summer and I was so nervous because I had been running every day and I started thinking, I was like, I just, I could not imagine a future where I'm not running every day. And I kind of felt crazy doing that if you're not a part of a team, because then what are you running for? But <laughs> I remember going up to my mom and I was like, hey mom, I think I want to do cross country in college. And I hadn't even run a race yet. Um, <laughs> she told me that I was crazy. And I remember the next day she kind of just was like, okay, fine. Like, what do we need to do? And a few, or I think the next week, Leah's dad called me and asked me if I wanted to go on the travel team. And so that was just a like perfect series of events. It was like some crazy goal that I never would have even thought of three months prior to that just started to be like achievable. And it was so crazy. I started reaching out to colleges and I really found a great fit for me. So I'm going to Abilene Christian University. I got to go on a visit down there and um, the culture there is just amazing. I wasn't allowed to meet the coach because like in person because of the COVID restrictions for um, division one are like really strict. I don't think they're allowing official visits until I think like May now or late April. It's something crazy. Oh, wow. But I got to meet the team and they drove me around, showed me some places and the culture is just so good and they're really competitive. They won their, they won their conference for cross country this year. And one of their runners, um, Irene Rono, got to compete in the national uh, championship race. Well, Abilene Christian has, has um, always been pretty competitive. And I think that's a, that's a good choice. And hopefully it'll work out well for you. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited. And, and pretty amazing, really, that you were... <laughs> You were able to kind of just, you know, again, like everything happened so fast for you. You you changed your sport. You got in with a new group. You found a, a college to go to and continue to compete for. Like that's, <laughs> I think that's hard enough in a normal year to be able to handle that this year is, I mean, kudos. There was more time for training this year. So I think all things considered, I'm so lucky. I'm just, I'm grateful for every opportunity I got. I'm grateful that coach didn't ignore the email I sent him when I first wanted to join the team because <laughs> there's just it, it's kind of like there there are so many silver linings in everything and I think if you just kind of look for them and go for it you could really achieve anything I mean if someone told me a year ago that I was going to be running in college I would have laughed at them and <laughs> now here I am 
And it's just, I, I'm so blessed to have all the opportunities I was presented with. That's, that's, that's a great way to look at it. That's so awesome. And, you know, I know you did a, you did a little bit more of the talking this time, but that's okay. You're the senior and, and you're the top finisher. So, you know, here in uh, like three more years, it'll be Marley's turn to, to talk through most of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I, th- I think you guys, did pretty amazing. I think that all the teams really uh, did amazing, you know, through this year to get through and and handle everything that that came out of this. And then the the kids that continued to come out and continue to run and and be there for their teams or or for themselves. I think you know it, it's a great job on on everybody's. But you know, again, congratulations on you guys and being state champions you know i know that's not everything but it's definitely something i think for this year it's probably everything we can ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh and i i think this is a, a great spot to kind of wrap up um you know but i i do want to ask you guys it's the same thing i ask everybody to end and you can each have your own answers. You don't have to have a team answer. But if you have a team song, that's that'll work too. But what music do you guys listen to to kind of get you pumped or, or ready for that race or ready for the day or or just moving? My music is Tessa's music. <laughs> Before the meets, we would always um, be in Tessa's car with the music all loud, getting us all hyped up. I don't have necessarily a song. I have a pump up person and that person is definitely Tessa. Um, She is definitely the pump up person for our whole team, I think. For me, um, Tessa's music definitely. (laughs) But uh, my favorite song is Intentions. Intentions. I don't know that one. Intentions by Justin Bieber. Oh, that's why I don't know it. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I when she beat me in tight when Marley beat me in Lubbock, she came up to me and she was like, "It was the song that was playing." So <laughs> that's definitely her song. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Were they so fun? You guys think I have a good taste in music? My, I have to listen to this before any race is. Slim, the real Slim Shady by Eminem. <laughs> um, that is the song. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but Eminem is just so hype. But we did listen to You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer right before the race on Saturday. So I think that might be my new song. Well, then that one's going to have to make it on the playlist for sure. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I I will say I've had some people say Eminem, but not the the real Slim Shady hasn't been their go to. <laughs> I know all the words now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I <laughs> sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> I I I'm I'm loving your girls' energy. It it's infectious it's amazing i am so happy for you guys and you know obviously i'll be cheering for you during the track season 
after my girls, obviously, but you know, <laughs> gotta, gotta put Sandia first, but then I'll be cheering for you guys. <laughs> but, um, you know, is there anything else you'd like to say before I let you guys go? I want to say thank you. Just, I, I don't know. Coach, she's always telling us to really think about gratitude. That's another thing is we, we were all told to go on gratitude box. And I think that is a big thing. I want to really just like thank our coaches because I mean, I wouldn't have known how to train unless coach G was sending us like training monthly. He sent us a monthly chart every month and that really kept us on track, but also just all of the encouragement from everybody and all of the encouragement, like within our teams, like varsity and JV, I think just, I'm so grateful for everything and everybody's attitudes and like even the opportunity to talk about our season. Like, it's just, this is all so crazy and I'm so thankful for all of it. Uh, honestly, the same thing as Tessa. Um, our coaches were uh, a huge support system and uh, also our parents and our family. Um, mm -hmm. They, um, oh, they were there every step of the way. Um, they felt what we were feeling when we weren't able to run. Um, so I think that our support from our coaches and our parents and our families, uh, they really benefited us this year. That's and Strava, yes. Strava was a big motivator for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I spent hours just commenting on everybody's runs. <laughs> I, I I will say I do enjoy Strava. I think it is a great platform, but sometimes, mostly with the boys, and they get so competitive with it. <laughs> they all disappointed at Marley. You missed it. I don't know. I, I, none of these girls are afraid to run hard, so. <laughs> I'd once again like to thank my guests for their time, and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at runningnewmexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.